Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial Group, and today I want to discuss a recent case called Mazay v. Commissioner. It's a tax court case from March 2018. It's a really interesting case because it talks about Roth IRAs and foreign sales corporations, and uh, it talks about substance over form, which is really interesting because for a lot of tax planning involving retirement accounts and other types of tax planning, um, the substance of reform argument is something the IRS tries to argue. And uh, generally, uh, federal courts have been more lenient to, to look at form over substance, as we've seen in the SUMA case. And this, this uh, SUMA case, which actually has very similar facts as the uh, Mazai case. And I wanted to just briefly look at the SUMA case because uh, it's important. It also deals with a Roth IRA and a DISC, uh, which is a domestic uh, sales corporation. And in SUMA Holdings, um, the, the tax court held, it was tax court member 2015-119, it held for the IRS and it held that the strategy, which basically involved putting a little bit of money in a Roth IRA, uh, I think in SUMA is about $2,500 in a Roth, and then based off the DISC rules, this domestic international sales corp rules, you basically are able to uh, have commissions flow into that company from foreign uh, sales. And it was a way to, to kind of compete internationally. Uh, the European Union is really not happy with these arrangements. They're actually uh, you know, trying to ban them. Um, and, they're, and they're not popular. There's not a lot of U.S. companies that can do this. But in SUMA, the Benenson family, a Cleveland-based company, they did this uh, with, with great success. They uh, turned 2500 bucks in a Roth IRA um, to about $5 million. Um, so each Roth IRA had about $3 million in it in, in these deals. So they, they, they started with around 2500 bucks in a Roth and they turned that into $3 million by taking advantage of these DISC rules. And, uh, and, and they satisfied the rules. They did. And that's the whole form argument is, hey, it works from a tax standpoint. If you don't like the arrangement, then ban the disc. But whether you use a Roth or an individual as a shareholder, it works. And the, the, that's what the, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeal in the SUMA holding case said is that, hey, IRS, like even though you don't like it, um, and you're arguing there's no substance here because 2,500 turned into 3 million. Um, the form works, and if the form works, then you got to respect the transaction. And that's what the the Sixth Circuit Court said in Summa. And it got people excited. There are a lot of people that wanted to do these these disc Roth arrangements because imagine if you could turn 2,500 bucks into 3 million. And you, but again, you need to have a company that has foreign uh, sales. If you don't have foreign sales, it's not going to work. Uh, so there's not uh, there are companies out there that have it, and and they. The, the smart ones are looking at these deals, um, but not every company has foreign sales. If you don't have foreign sales, you can't do a disc or a fisc, and there's no point of, of doing this. But the, even if you don't have those type of establishments for your business, the, those revenue sources, it's interesting. The podcast, I think, is still interesting to you because it really is showing where the IRS is going on this. And again, it's all about substance over form. And basically in Mazai, instead of a disc, they used a fisc. The the Mazai the family put in five hundred bucks in a Roth IRA and it turned into about five hundred thousand dollars of tax free income to the Roth through you know commissions. So again, the IRS argued excess contribution. They said this is no substance. Uh, the five hundred bucks sat in the company. Nothing happened. There's no business. There's nothing. And yeah, the, there's no substance to the arrangement. And thus, the, the transaction be respected, and it's really just an excise contribution. So they taxed 
as an excise tax to $500,000 because they said that's kind of like akin to a contribution. You can't contribute $500,000 to an, a Roth IRA. Um, so that's what they did. Uh, and they cited IRS Notice 2004-8, which talks about abuse of Roth transactions. Again, even though I, I don't think this falls in it, uh, I think this is going to get appealed. And like SUMA, I think a circuit court is going to look and then uh, potentially go back to form and say, hey, if you don't like disc and fist rules, then it's in the tax code. Congress, someone should do something about it. But at the end of the day, the form, it works. It doesn't violate the rules just because you don't like it and you, you think there's not enough substance here and economic substance or economic effect. You can't ban the transaction because you don't like it. It's legal. And we'll see. I mean, I, I, I would think that they're going to uh, appeal it. Um, uh, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, I hope they do, to be honest, because the facts are very similar to SUMA. Um, and uh, in SUMA, they were successful at the Court of Appeal. Uh, so right now, I don't know what's going on with these Fisks and Roth and Disks and Roth deals. Uh, again, I don't have a, I really don't – I have one client that kind of looked at this. I'm not even sure if they, they went forward with it. It's not super popular. Uh, but it's a very interesting strategy if, if, if you have foreign sales. Um, I'm surprised more people aren't actually looking at them. Not sure how the IRS got wind of this. I know there's not that many fists and discs set up, so maybe that triggered something. Um, I don't know. Uh, I get that question a lot. How do, how do these things get triggered, audit? I have no idea. Uh, I don't think anyone knows. Uh, if we did, uh, yeah, uh, I guess the IRS would probably change their methods at that point anyways. Um, but it, it's an interesting case. Again, it's all about the IRS arguing substance over form. Uh, whereas a lot of taxpayers would argue form over substance and say, listen, the form's there. If there's no substance, that's not our problem, but it satisfies the law. That's all we need to do. Um, but anyways, the IRS basically said you put 500 bucks in, there was nothing at risk. The funds weren't used for anything. There's no actual operations. All it did is collect tax-free commissions. We don't like it. Uh, substance over form. Tax court agreed, which, uh, you know, they're generally sympathetic to the IRS's position. Um, and we'll see where, if it goes to appeal. Uh, I'm going to try to find out myself uh, by contacting counsel to see where that's going. But it's a very interesting case, and I'll try to update people. But if you're interested, it's, it's a long case, over a 100-page case. So you make sure you got some time to read it. It's very interesting, I think. Again, 150TC, number 7, March 2018. Mazzei, M-A-Z-Z-E-I-V, commissioner. You can Google it. You can, you can find it from the tax court. Uh, it's available online. And if you have time and are interested, suggest reading it. Uh, and also, you may want to look at the SUMA case. Uh, you can Google S-U-M-M-A. Uh, and and kind of see where the circuit court went and, and kind of flipped it around and looked at the form and said, hey, the form works. Um, you know, it's not our problem that you don't like it. Um, it it's it's legal. Um, and 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 that, that's the interesting part, uh, kind of the difference between the circuit court and the IRS. Um, and basically, uh, you know, that's where it felt. So um, I know the IRS is obviously concerned that, you know, there's no non-tax business purpose. It's abusive. It doesn't seem like it's right. Um, and, and and maybe that's true. Um, but, um, you know, the, the court, like, for example, the court in Summa said, if the government can do transactions as a term of the code expressly authorized, it's fair to ask what the point of making these terms accessible to taxpayers and binding on the tax collector is. So you know, that, that's the whole premise of form. Hey, it's legal. If you don't like it, change the law. But if it is legal, you can't stop people from doing it. 
And I think that's that's right. Personally, I agree with Suma on the uh, circuit court's appeal, and I, I hope Mazai appeals too. Um, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. If you have questions, call email me. You can call me too, but email me Adam B at IRA Financial Group. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, face, Twitter at IRAFG, Facebook, Instagram, um, and and you know definitely. Uh, you know, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I try to do one or two a week. Try to keep everyone informed of what's going on, uh, whether it's crypto, it's new new case law. Again, there's not a lot of cases coming in in this area. Uh, obviously, there's not a huge amount of audit in this in this area, so not a lot of cases uh, arise. But uh, I'm always trying to update people on what's going on with retirement accounts, especially you know non-equity, you know non-Wall Street type investments. So, if you're interested, please subscribe. And thanks for listening. Till next time.